welcome to the Keel Hall Podcast. I'm your host, Captain Logan, and we've got a lot of Sea Thieves news to cover today, so tie yourselves to the mast and hold fast. Ahoy there, pirates. I hope you had yourselves a good week and a good weekend. I know I did. This week, I have Captain Falcor joining me for a deep dive into lore with regards to a pirate's life. All that and more in this week's episode of Keel Hall Podcast. And of course, Thank you to all the patrons who have helped support this podcast. It means the world to me. I am able to take care of new tech that I've been able to use for this. Uh, I'm, I'm getting a better desk soon, hopefully, TM. Uh, that will <laughs> justify the hours I spend in this chair uh, working on the podcast, working on playing games and enjoying it and, and helping with the community. Thank you all so much. So, to shout them out, as always, I want to let them know how much I love them. So, Bentley Beaver, Chateau Neuf, Chris Horn, Cosmic Johnson, El Jefe Esteban, Trickster, Jabaro 5, Kazia the Rogue, Lumpy SRQ, Dub Dub Goose, Evil Morpheus, Xbox Mike 29, Munchie, Regis Stella, Rust Belt Kid, TN Professor, Big Bad Pad, Mina Fairy Super Pack, Davrum TV, Fergatron, Straw Hat Connor, Windsor Chris, and Zam, wow. Thank you so much for your support. It really does change my lifestyle right now. It is helping me if I can get more, if I can get uh, uh, more people to call out on the show, it would help push me further and further. I wouldn't have to work so much overtime. And I'm hoping that this can help supplement uh, the, the time spent so I can start working on things like uh, stamps and more viewing sessions uh, or not stamps. Why did I say stamps? Stickers. I'm working on stickers for people uh, and, and I want to get those to patrons soon. So I, I'm working on that. Um, I'm working on uh, viewing w more movies, uh, you know, some of the movies that uh we've been watching on the the monthly things i haven't been able to get those th those through disney plus so uh paying for them with patreon funds helps me out it helps pay for uh the 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 technology and stuff so it makes a big difference if you if you don't necessarily think it does uh it does it actually really does and it helps me a lot uh so thank you for your support i i really appreciate it if you guys want to know how you can support it would mean the world to me either just share this with someone that plays sea of thieves next time you go out sailing let them know you know where they can get the podcast if they want to listen to something uh this episode is with uh, uh falcor so it's a great way to to get you know, some deep dive lures. Maybe you want a long form version of his videos that that you don't get on YouTube. This is a great way to have him join up more often. And if I can get more and more uh, people on, then, you know, you get these different opinions. You find some new people that you'd like to watch. Uh, I'm hopefully going to have another content creator on next week. I'm working out the scheduling for that. And then the week after that is the patron episode for the month of uh, August. So I'm looking forward to that. So thank you all so much. I love you. It means the world that you support. And if you can, please, it helps. Uh, I, I, I rarely ever try to ask for money, but this is one of those instances where uh, this is actually something that is is really making a difference in my life. I didn't think it would, uh, but we're going into this first year. It's been amazing, and I love you all so much. Enough with this. I'm, I'm getting too long in the tooth with this. Let's get to the interview with Falcor. All right. Well, this week I have none other than Captain Falcor joining me to talk about some Sea of Thieves, uh, as much as I'm sure you all would love to hear us talk about other video games like, you know, Halo Infinite or Back for Blood or 
Diablo 2. We're not going to do that. Not on this show. As much as I think <laughs> a lot of people on this show listening are expecting that. We're going to be talking about Sea of Thieves. And Falcor, it is, it's been a while. Uh, I feel like we're, has, we're, yes. we're getting into this year cadence where... <laughs> where it pops up every year and i'm like hey you know what? i haven't talked to falcor in a while let's get him on the show <laughs> yeah so we we find ourselves in in august um welcome back to the show how are you doing how are how's streaming how are videos how is how is falcor i know you just got a new pc how's that going oh yes yeah the new pc is fantastic um it's treating me well um Good. yeah stream, stream, it's going it's going well it's surprising you know that like i've been doing content for sea of thieves on youtube and twitch for what is it now for almost four years i think it is yeah or is it almost three i always forget it's, it's and three... i'm still I've, I've still got ideas <laughs> yeah <laughs> it's like it is quite amazing like yeah 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 that's going well it's going well good i'm glad to hear it i know you you've been having a blast uh uh, sailing around finding i i've been really curious um to to hear some of the the information about what what is up with this uh with this this thing about reapers running like i know that i know that you come across a lot of them this seems to be a pain point for you so uh, I wanted to start yeah. off right off the bat. Why do you hate Reapers and why are they running? Well, I don't hate Reapers. I think Reapers are great if you play the faction correctly. You know, like like the whole. <laughs> I've, I've I've said it. If I I say it every stream, but the thing is, like I've always said that the Reaper faction should have always been the only way that you can get loot. The only way you can sorry. The only way you can get money. The only way that you can get a reputation is by uh, stolen loot and stolen flags. Yeah. And I think that would have been a much better way for Reapers Reapers to be. And this is the reason why they run. Because um they it's it's the best faction to be to mm-hmm. earn the most amount of money. And you you, like, you know, Reapers, they 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 buy anything off you. They buy like, you know. Yeah. Like even you, you can even you can even get yourself a cargo run, get yourself to uh, Reaper level five and then go sell your own cargo run to them. And there you go. You've made some money. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so yeah, this is, this is why people run because they got so much loot on board so much because they've been spending the past three and a half hours hoarding it. The second they see a ship on the horizon, even if it's a rowboat, which happened in my last stream, uh, <laughs> <laughs> that was they weird run they turn tail yeah they turn tail and run so like but that, that's the thing it's just it's it's you know it aggravates me because it's kind of like you're 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 posing as the the threat of cfts but you're non-threatening you're just non-threatening so like it's not it, it's it's just become a meme it's as simple as that just that like reapers have gone from being this supposed to be this kind of uh subsidiary to Flameheart or however you want to think about it and then uh they're actually not they're just a bunch of cowards <laughs> So, so yeah i i did i would i wanted to dive into this a little bit because uh this this is something that i've talked about in the past in the podcast and, and had a couple mm. discussions with and and i think the general consensus that i've been able to come up with that is a a compromise which obviously means that not everyone's going to get what they want but some people will get some of the things they want how do you feel about mm. them still allowing you to earn uh emissary and gold off of things that aren't stolen but at half the value and half the emissary that uh, that things that if they were so essentially doubling yeah. the amount of time that it would yeah. take for you to just run around as a PVE Reaper. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's you see, it does need. I mean, I don't think they're ever going to um, uh, address it because it's it's something that's been going so far long now that like if they changed it, people would people would quit. They just would. Um, but I think I think it's something that should have been addressed right at the beginning, but in production phase, because um, I mean, even some of the developers themselves agree that Reapers did not um, did not ship, <laughs> to use the term lightly, um, did not ship the way they, they sort of intended. I guess it was just not enough internal testing 
they just thought, yeah, that'll that'll work, that'll work, you know. But then it, it's it's just not. <laughs> yeah. But yes, definitely reduced. If they did change it, yeah, reduced um reduced emissary gain on PVE stuff and reduced um uh, payout on PVE stuff, and then maybe on top of that, it could be double the amount of gold for anything that's stolen. Yeah. Um, like these to sort of to iron that out. The incentive needs to be something that still retains its value as as the intended or the intended uh, PV. And, and this is always the trouble in Caleb, who comes on the show, always wants to fight you, uh, always talks about <laughs> wanting to. It's funny. Uh, he he always <laughs> talks about um, intent versus implementation, like how the community takes something that was intended to work one way when the devs came yes. up with the idea versus how we use it. Uh, and I and I think yeah. that this is that case where everyone in everyone at Rare wanted Reapers to be the ones that just go around hunting down other ships, and the the yeah. intent was there to add a PvP based faction. However, everyone just uses it as the default emissary, which really hurts the the implementation. Like every other emissary does not feel as significant and and it's a shame yes. because it really should you really should be staking staking your ground and saying like hey i feel like i am a merchant alliance person and i want that to yeah. feel as rewarding as a reaper doing the same exact thing but it doesn't mm-hmm. unless you're specifically no, really going for yeah. yeah so i i struggle with wanting to boost up the other emissaries so that they feel grandiose they feel like you're getting better yeah. reward uh without really kind of like you know making reapers feel like they're getting punished because they're still wanting to do the thing that they're doing but it really mm-hmm. should come down to tracking loot and having a balance between what's considered uh, stolen what's considered not and rewarding those like equally but yes yeah i have to ask because uh thanks to a pirate's life and the tall tales <clears throat> and the journals that came as a result we did find out that the point of the reapers was wanda wanted to create a faction that was feeding flameheart gold uh for a mm-hmm. while at least i don't i don't know that that's necessarily still the case but she wanted to create a world where she is turning pirates actually i don't think that the gold was probably for flameheart now that i think about it because i'm talking it through and i think that they yeah she, i think it was just yeah yeah carry on I, uh, i've got yeah i've got a theory on it but yeah yeah so she she created it in spite of uh flameheart to set pirates against each other so that we would destroy the sea of thieves um yeah as a so that there wouldn't be anything left for him according to one of her journals uh so i i'm i'm curious if that is falling in line with what uh sea of thieves wants uh or, or rare wants for for reapers and if there's a way that they can as in lore uh open up new content that helps redirect the focus of what the reapers mm-hmm. is and if that that hopefully, would help yeah hope, hope, yeah hopefully um i mean I, the, the way i the way i see it is what wanda um essentially created a um a, a fort a fort mark two basically because all the forts and sea of thieves are tribute to flame art and yeah. i think wanda was sort of with her knowledge of like you know working in the uh, the outposts and stores came up with the idea of creating a fort where the, it's not tribute left for flame art but rather it's getting all the pirates in the world to give tribute without without knowing it but to give tribute to flame art that way nobody steals the tribute because they're literally bringing the tribute to <laughs> the outpost 
Um, and I think that's that was her intention to begin with. That was her intention. Like, I'm going to have the best goddamn fort in the world and everybody's going to bring me their loot. Uh, but and I'm, I, I think, and I'm not sure, but like it, it sort of lines up. I think in that scene in The Heart of Fire where you see Wanda turning away uh, when she sees Stitcher Jim get um, cursed, I think that was her turning point. That was her uh, point where she was like, I don't trust this guy anymore. Like, you know, he's he's uh, he's betrayed Stitcher Jim. He's probably going to betray me as well. And I think that was literally her like walking away like, right, I'm going to go find somebody else. Like, I'm going to get going to go get my daddy. You know, like <laughs> that's really interesting. I think that's when, yeah. No, no. Continue on. Finish. Uh, finish well, yeah, I just think that I think that's the point. That is the point, because that's we didn't see Wonder after that. And um, uh, it is suspected. I mean, at this point, we can pretty much say it is. But it is suspected that uh, the Servant of Flame is uh, Flameheart Jr. Um, there's so much symbolism going on there that is just too you know evident to ignore. I still um, push back on that, but, by the way. Really? Really? I, okay. I do. I do. I do. But continue. Okay. Well, it's my thinking is it's my thinking that um, uh, Wanda reanimated Flameheart Junior. Uh-huh. Um, but the Flameheart Junior that is there is doesn't know he's Flameheart Junior. He's just at this point like kind of an, a shell of his former self. Um, and Wanda does actually have let's just call it the the, the magic box that holds Flameheart Junior's soul, his his uh, his um, his consciousness, I suppose you could say. Mm. And for now, she's just using him as a as a as a of gopher basically for the the reaper side out uh, faction and i think that's going to be her ultimate weapon against flameheart is that suddenly you know when flameheart thinks he's he's won the world and everything's you know in his favor she's going to suddenly reveal you know give flameheart junior his soul back and be like look your son has been working under me all along like you know have that <laughs> that's, that's, that's what i think is going to happen To, to poke and prod because that's what I love to do. Um, mm-hmm. With uh, Flameheart Senior, do you feel like he's in the state right now where he actually is concerned about his where his son is? Um, I don't think so. No, I okay. don't think he because uh, I I think he. Bef- it's hard to say because they haven't really given us the backstory on how Flameheart Senior even became a skeleton. You know. Yeah, or to, to to the point, like you know, he's how, how is he a ghost skeleton? That that always confuses me. That, but still, um, surely if you're dead, you could just take on your original form. I mean, I would, unless if you were really horribly ugly beforehand. I don't know, but um, <laughs> does it uh, does it seem kind of weird? And and uh, you sparked this, and I think this might be a better question. Does it seem odd that mm. uh, Pendragon is the one that knew how to exhume souls out of objects using the the champion the the sword of souls, and Gray Morrow asked him to teach him that uh, that that magic when it seems like that was used to keep Flameheart in his skull like was this something that was really common knowledge like do you think that the order of souls learned this from uh the captain at one point like how did how did they because you, you uh, yeah, bring a real it's, point it's funny isn't it how did how did <clears throat> Flameheart get trapped before the sword of souls was really out there like did did yeah pendragon when he was alive uh like trap flameheart and if so how did he not die to flameheart compared to gray morrow yeah i don't know because again they're they're, they're not really putting i I don't know whether they're they're leaving the good stuff to last (laughs) or whether they're just they're just kind of like (laughs) they're winging it you know what i mean like they're kind of like oh yeah well we forgot about that oh we'll we'll do it at some point you know but um it's uh, um it flame uh it's really hard to say because like 
you don't know what actually happened to Flameheart. I mean, he could have been right. the guy that invented the whole, the whole, you know, binding of souls thing. It could have been him to begin yeah. with, and it could have been the order of souls who learnt it from him. You just don't, you don't know. But the one thing that is very, very strange, and it's not really explained very much, is the fact that, like Flameheart, there was a tweet that was put out where they said Flameheart um, was defeated, but he accounted for such a um, a thing happening, and he he stored, he basically had stored his soul within his body oh, so that he could be risen again one I day. I think I remember this tweet. So, yeah. Yeah. So so he did it intentionally. Um I don't think he intentionally died. I think he he just intentionally made sure that he couldn't die by doing it this way. And Flameheart was around during a time before the ferryman. So that would have been his only way to be immortal. Um but then again he was already a skeleton. So it's it's very, very confusing. Yeah. Um, it's how it's all <sighs> That seems so strange. So, okay. So, uh, taking a, a step back, we're kind of walking it back. So I wanted to address the, the comment about the servant of flame being Flameheart junior, because mm -hmm. I, I have had a different narrative thread that I've been thinking in my head for quite a while. Uh, while I do, I do think that the four, four, 2.0, uh, from Wanda is accurate and that a lot of, uh, what she desires is for pirates to go out raid the old skeleton forts steal the tribute for flameheart and then bring it back to the servant mm -hmm. of flame uh i think that flameheart jr is in the game but i don't think that he is something that is is currently uh active i think that he is still hidden somewhere uh not in plain sight okay. like the servant of flame because i think the i think the narrative would be something more akin to luke and vader uh where flameheart right, jr yeah. will be will be used against Flameheart in the sense that he will be the one that has to help seal away Flameheart's soul. Because uh, I think mm -hmm. that's the only way that we'll ever get rid of him if we ever get rid of him. Um, but yeah. I think that he will be a a tool for us as a, a com like we don't have to like the cursed captain is the first captain that we talk to that is a skeleton that isn't trying to mm -hmm. kill us. And yeah, yeah, I think we need another one of those. Yeah. And I think yeah. that Flameheart Jr. will will be that for us. Uh, but yeah. I, I don't think that he'll be tied to the reaper's bones because i think that inherently uh puts him on one side of the fence versus the other right. and i think you want to have him be as neutral as possible so that he's accessible from anyone's lore yes. perspective yeah no i completely agree i completely agree on some points on that but you mentioned the fact that you need another skeleton lord that's that's friendly um and i'm really going off on one here but i do think that um i still believe that he's captain he's a uh, flame art junior the servant of flame mm -hmm. i think wanda's going to use him to try and get him to get her own back on Flameheart. but um <clears throat> i do have a strong feeling that flame art senior is going to um essentially change his mind on how he perceives the sea of thieves um i think there's going to be a, a reckoning and i do strongly believe that we're going to have a uh, a point within the game where we uh, ally with Flameheart uh, Senior, interesting, um, and he becomes he becomes a well not a friendly but he's the enemy of my enemy is my friend type deal. Yeah, because um, I mean I talked about this in one of my videos, but I was saying that um, the Dark Brethren are now you know active. Um, it's un we're unsure whether the Gold Hoarder was defeated or not. I personally don't think he was. People, are, there's a lot of people saying he was defeated in Tall Tale Four. Because uh, he kind of blew up, 
but he didn't really blow up. He kind of just went, he, he, some ritual being performed and he kind of exploded with a ritual, but it was never confirmed whether he died or not. So, and the Dark Brother is still out there. Davy Jones was defeated on the ship, but he's still alive. He's just not very happy about things. Um, and the whole Dark Brethren is all about taking over the Sea of Damned, taking over the immortality and Sea of Thieves, uh, and making death be death, you know? Yeah. And uh, that's something the Pirate Lord would be against, that's something us Pirates would be against, but it would also be something that Flameheart Senior would be very strongly against. So um, I, I think at some point we're going to be seeing Flameheart Senior as not an ally, but it's going to be something that we... Um, uh, just maybe a tall tale or something where he helps us out in a certain situation against the Dark Brethren or something. But I think that when Wanda's going to reveal that um, uh, Flameheart Junior is actually the servant of Flame, she's going to be like, "Ha! Look, I've got your, I've had your son all along. He he serves me now." And then I think Flameheart Junior is then going to go, "Actually, no, I don't serve you at all. Like you've you've been pulling the strings along with Mister Captain Guy. Really, really annoyed me. I'm going to side with Flameheart Senior now, and we're going to remake the Reaper's Hideout into something completely different." Uh, to help this, to help the Sea of Thieves, you know, she's going to just turn on everybody. I think, uh, Wanda, like she's going to turn on the Dark Brethren, Flameheart, Flameheart Junior, everything. Because um, there's so that. many things. Yeah, there's so many things in Tall Tale Four. I don't know if you noticed, but she constantly looks over uh, with her mask off. She constantly looks over at you when you're stood there watching the um, the Dark Brethren court. Mm -hmm. Like she's kind of acknowledging you, like saying, "Yeah, I know you're there," type thing. And I think, I think, I do think Wanda has just got had her own agenda all along, and it's she wants to be the the sole, you know. Uh, I mean, that's that that's what she wanted to begin with, wasn't it? She wanted to defeat all of the outposts. She wanted to take over the Sea of Thieves in the name of Flameheart, but she wanted to take it all over. Yeah. Um, and now she's she's no longer she's she's now you know taking orders from a squid face. So I think that's her eventual. Um, rise to glory is trying to do that and i, I do think that's going to happen she's going to take over flame art senior and i think wanda is going to be the skull in the sky eventually interesting that's really yeah that's really you know that's my <sighs> full thought process of how things are going to happen okay so i i do think that uh flame heart will turn um but i think uh and this is something i've talked about in the in previous episodes so Apologies for uh, for rehashing it, but I think that mm -hmm. Flameheart will uh, will be the mad dog that is let loose on the Dark Brethren, uh, and right, that yeah. his his yeah. rage is not going to be something that is um, focused because he takes personal offense. I think he will see the threat to what he wants to do and attack it the same way that he attacks skeleton ships, the way this the same way that he attacks. Mm -hmm. Uh, like he he feels like just a loose cannon like he is a wildfire he is going to try and burn yeah. everything and as yeah. a result uh i think that the dark brethren aren't safe from his wrath any more than we are uh mm -hmm. and i think that he will eventually be uh quelled and i think that a lot of that is going to do with flameheart jr whether it's the servant or flame or not um i would i i can definitely see the ties you know there's a you know he was trapped in a cave with a chalice uh that was that was left there by the captain he turned into skeletons with his crew uh and he was trapped down there and we have no clue like how he got out or anything like that but we know that there's an mm -hmm. area underneath the fort of uh the the reaper's fort that is is has suggested uh chalice like imagery there plus there's things mm -hmm. under there that we just don't understand there's a lot of uh, noises that come from there so it all kind of it, it seems a, a convenient that that would be the answer um but sometimes yeah. the easiest answer is is the actual answer for it so 
I wanted to to dive a little bit into Flameheart and Wanda because um, in these tall tales that we got, I've had this theory going and I feel like I've got some credence to it, but I wanted to dive into the merfolk stuff with you a little bit and get your beat on this. Sure. Um, in sure. the journals, uh, Wanda refers to herself as being a queen to Flameheart the king. And mm-hmm. uh, Flameheart is is sees himself as the king of Sea of Thieves. He feels like he is he is the ruler of it, and that we're at in his domain. Uh, in the Tall Tale Two, um, when you go and you find the journals for the slain Merking, it is suggested yes. with the scrawlings on the wall that uh, the Land uh, Walker King summoned the the Siren King. Uh, he went up after the Merqueen was reluctant for him to go up there and he was subsequently slain and then trapped. Um, my working theory is that Flameheart is that king. It wasn't like a, right, a group okay. of ancient kings. And that right. flame, the reason why the Merqueen has sided with the Dark Brethren is also in part in retaliation against Flameheart, who killed wow, that's interesting. Yeah. Who, who killed her uh, her husband and then trapped his soul in that eternal uh chest of sorrows which is why right, she yeah. went after the silver blade because flameheart jr the son of the king who slayed her husband uh found it and subsequently kept it aboard the silver blade mm. yeah that's actually a very very interesting theory that means now i'm gonna have to probably do a video on this subject and then <laughs> shout you out on it <laughs> 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 it's it's if that's the case uh i, I really love that idea because it's this idea mm, of, no, of it's cool two factions going against each other and i haven't gotten i've, I've talked to chris uh alcock about it and i haven't gotten a confirmation from him um i chapman's been mum on the topic uh so <laughs> I, I feel like there's something like if, if it wasn't that, then I feel like I would have been told no. No, nah, that's not the case. Yeah, but yeah, yeah. Because I haven't gotten a solid no, I feel like there's credence to it at that point. Um, mm-hmm. uh, but that's that's one of those things where I've, I've really loved some of the, I think the journals in the Tall Tales for Pirate's Life have really been the thing that has stood out. I, the, the content oh, alone yes, yeah. is great, but as Lorehound, it, it's it's so beautiful to to dive into these and just absolutely love them uh and, yeah. and, and get into those um i wanted to uh jump from flameheart and wanda back to what you were talking about from that moment from heart of fire because we haven't you you bring up a really good point that we mm. haven't seen stitcher jim uh since oh, heart of fire see. and yeah. i, I want to get your your thoughts on this uh because mm. i think that the the way that we get to flameheart will be through stitcher jim i think stitcher jim is alive I don't necessarily yeah. think that he is uh, a human anymore, but I think that mm. he is turned into an Ashen Lord to beat all Ashen Lords. And I right. think he is going to be the thing that uh, we have to defeat to get to Flameheart to, to right. kind of control him, um, Okay, in a sense. So if yeah. that's the case... Uh, how do you feel about where Stitcher Jim is now? What do you think he's doing? Would you want him to be an Ashen Lord? Well, um, one thing that's interesting is I'm not sure if you're aware, but in uh, the um, the RPG game, um, there's uh, a article about Stitcher Jim. They've recently re- they've released a new expansion for the RPG game called uh, the, the Two Captains or something. I, mm-hmm. I can't remember the name of it. Anyway, yeah. But there's an article about Stitcher Jim in there, and um, it says that uh, Stitcher Jim was cursed by um, 
or was attempted to be cursed by Captain Flameheart. Um, but it says apparently this curse did not take effect, and nobody knows where Stitcher Jim is now. Oh, um, interesting. Now whether. It, yeah, whether or not that means that he's the curse didn't work and he's still just regular old Stitcher Jim, or whether the curse didn't work fully and he's like kind of, you know, an Ashen Lord mixed with a human, like a hybrid, you know, so he's still got his thoughts in, in, in check, but he's he's got these extra powers. Or whether mm -hmm. he literally just did, you know, run into that room and chop his own hand off and now he's, you know, absolutely fine doing his own thing. But oh, um, man. no, I, I kind of I, I kind of partially I partially do agree with you though that I think Stitcher Jim's gonna play a big significant role in yeah. all of this. And I do have a suspicion that it was Stitcher Jim that reanimated the gold order. I'm just putting that one out there. <laughs> so I I was thinking so I, I can't remember who I was talking with at this, but the the thought of the gold order being reanimated was uh, a direct result of the help from the the merfolk. Because uh, as, mm -hmm. as we've learned, the merfolk um, have their underwater thing. They're able to build these coral fortresses uh, seemingly mm -hmm. out of nowhere and with really short time frames. Um, and the the gold hoarder has all of this coral built up on him. Uh, mm. And I and I wonder if at some point uh, they took a reaper's chest and, you know, while Madame Olivia was sleeping, uh, the a couple merfolk came up onto land uh stole the skull that was turned into them uh after we defeated him took the mm. skull to the coral fortress took one of the reaper's bones and reanimated uh uh the gold hoarder with you know he's he's it's like the dinosaurs from jurassic park like they're mostly dinosaur but they're also part amphibian whereas like the the yeah. gold hoarder is mostly skeleton but also a little bit of coral and yeah, the magic from that was able to bring him back. Mm. Yeah, see, this is the thing. There's so much, so much that was unlike left open, wasn't there? Yeah, and you never, you never know what the developers. You never know what they're doing. You never know whether they're leaving it open because they want you to think about it and want people to come out with their own theories. Yeah, or whether they left it alone because they simply ran out of time and they had to, <laughs> they had to wait for like a, a patch in the future. Yeah, but, um, <clears throat> yeah. I think it's a little bold. It's interesting. I, I think, yeah, yeah, I think, I think that it is. Yeah. the fan theories uh, help push the narrative because they like where. Mm where we're taking things and, and it may it may impact how uh, they actually develop things. But at the same time, I think there's just only so much they can put into tall tales and journals without uh, mm. without making them less fun. Like it's great for the lore yeah. hands and stuff. But, uh, you know, Chris is Chris is working on the new book. He's trying to get that done, but he's also having to write all of the journals for the game. And, you know, there's there's yeah. only so much that he can he can do from home. Uh, without yeah. having to get it submitted for approval and making sure that it fits in with the lore with Chapman and mm. stuff. So it's, I, I, I could definitely see both being very much the case. Uh, yeah, yeah. So but do, do you think, like, <laughs> it's either we we fight Stitcher Jim or Stitcher Jim helps us and we fight Stitcher Jim's cursed hand? Um, do you, do you, <laughs> <laughs> I love the idea that you cut it off and now it's, now it's the, the, the flame, yeah. the flame hand is now the, the new skeleton Lord. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's like grown a body out of it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, do you, do you think that it's going to be something where he's going to be like a fight or do you think he'll come back as an NPC that we interact with? Cause, uh, similarly with like Wanda and, um, Duke, they're NPCs that we deal with, but we don't necessarily fight them for now. Mm, um, yeah. so I'm just wondering like, are, are they retaining his NPC as a, 
as a story-based character or do you think that we'll actually get like a, a raid boss fight and if that's the case uh how, how do you feel about these fights because i i know a lot of people are happy with well a lot of people are enjoying the content that came with uh, the new enemies but maybe the, the the frequency of them is just a little too high for most people Ahoy there, Pirates. This is the ad for this episode, and I did want to let you know if you wanted to avoid these and just get a regular filler, you can head over to the Patreon. There's a special feed just for patrons that get the ad-free version. If you want to keep listening, though, I can't say I blame you because this week I want to let you know about Loot Crate and getting 15% off of most crates and crate subscriptions when you use the link and code ROBOTSRADIO in the show notes. Also, you can head over to audiobooks.com, get your first three audiobooks for free, and that can include any to VIP books or use the affiliate link for Green Man Gaming. If you're a PC gamer or you'd like to save money on games, it's one of the benefit of being a PC gamer. Head over to Green Man Gaming. You can get codes for Steam, Epic, any of the different stores that they have deals going on. They have deals going on all the time and if you plan on buying there, please consider using our affiliate link. All of that goes straight to me through the network. Thank you all so much for everything that you do to support this podcast. It means the world to me and i continue to try and improve the quality and the content for you with that pirates let's get back to the show yes yeah yeah <laughs> yeah um yeah i think i think the frequency of them does need to be toned down significant well not significantly but the, the the problem with the enemies at the moment is is not so much the frequency of them it's that they overlap with the other enemies so yeah. You know, you, you hop onto an, you put one till on an island and you get three Goshen Crawlers, two Phantoms and five Skeletons. You know, it's it's a little bit too much, especially for newer players, which is what this game's all about, really, isn't it? It's about appeasing the newer player. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, they, they drop they drop the ball on that one, I think. <laughs> <laughs> and also the Sirens as well, which is just ridiculous. I like, I've been wanting the Sirens in the game since the game first came out and within the first three days of the update i was already cursing them like it's just like will you go away so yeah they, they it doesn't need to be toned down yeah but, um yeah i do i do see yeah see i think we may see at some point like a another set of tall tales or perhaps not tall tales but maybe like um i don't know like a sort of a dungeon-esque kind of mini tall tale which hasn't really got a narrative but it's more in-depth with like searching t- uh um you know caverns and things like that but it's just so basically i I imagine we're going to see kind of a big fight against the dark brethren and Mm -hmm. it's going to involve several boss fights um throughout like kind of like a tall tale chapter series so like chapter one fight wanda chapter two fight duke chapter three fight the gold order you know something like that yeah i think stitcher jim will be within those uh tales whether it'll be like a tall tale or whether it'll just be like a uh, like I said, like a mini, mini sort of dungeon-esque area where you just go down and, you know, fight people and then come up and sell a captain's chest. So, I don't know, something yeah, like that. Yeah, but, some um, sort of boss yeah, rush. I do, I, yeah, yeah. But I don't think it's going to be um, defeating them. I think it's just going to be like, you'll see their layer, you'll see what they're all about. You'll get some more hints as to what they've been doing in these layers. Um uh, maybe a kind of a very very sad moment with Duke, you know, like kind of yeah. You, you imagine those sort of scenarios. He's on he's on the floor and you've you defeated him, and he's like, yeah. "I'm sorry, I didn't mean to," you know. 
But I think we, I think with Stitcher Jim, I think we're perhaps going to have a a fight with Stitcher Jim in an Ashen Lord form or whatever. You know, even if it's just him being like a weird, like Doctor Evil. You know, yeah, <laughs> like uh, yeah, like a little pool with sharks with lasers on their heads. You know, something like that. But um, uh, that would be great. I think we're gonna have a fight. Yeah, I think we're gonna have a fight with him. But then I think we're going to defeat him, and at the point of him being defeated, he's going to kind of repent. So he's going to he's going to realize that he was always been a bit of an asshole, and he's probably going to come back and say like, you know, I'm I'm starting to see the errors of my ways. I'm really really sorry, and he's going to give us something, a little bit of knowledge, or or, or some sort of talisman, or or something in his dying breaths, and it's going to be a very sort of sad, poignant moment. Um, and it's going to help us defeat whatever the next thing is. And that's how I think Stitcher Jim's going to end. I think it's going to be this huge battle, and then it's going to be leaving that area, whether, whether it's a tall tale or not, and we're all going to be like, oh, he wasn't such a bad guy after all. And I think it's going to be the diff- It's going to be different for Duke. I think it's going to be the other way around. We're not really going to fight him. We're going to have a narrative with him, but then he's going to reveal that he's been a really, really horrible person all along <laughs> yeah. so i think it's gonna really play on our uh, emotions with the characters i think we're gonna sort of think oh it's duke he's a nice guy there's nothing's gonna go wrong and it's gonna be like literally finding like the uh his internet history tab you know what i mean it's like <laughs> oh my god what was he what was he doing you know? yeah whereas i think with stitcher jim it's gonna be the other way around we're just gonna be like oh my god i feel so bad for hating him you know yeah. i think that's how they're gonna twist that i, I think that's how they're gonna twist that I'm I'm right there with you. I think I think that's the case. The one the one way that I would love to twist this is uh, I would love it if because if if you remember when Stitcher Jim came into the scene, he was very loyal to the Gold Hoarder, and uh, and a lot of mm. that just due to the to the history between him and Rathbone with the map to mm. Sea of Thieves and all that. Uh, but it wasn't until the the Box of Wondrous Secrets that um, he realized that there was a a new boss to to kind of like follow. And uh, I yeah. think that was when his his came came. But um, he talked about how, uh, you know, looking into that chest was 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 like a moment like it, it took him out of his consciousness. You know, he was he was in, in, yeah. in engulfed with it, essentially. And I would love it if the end of whatever uh, story or fight with Stitcher Jim happens, like at the end of that, uh, Stitcher Jim is defeated and the way that we subdue him is by having one of those box of wondrous secrets opened and he's just mesmerized by whatever it is and he's just left there to rot and die because he can't he can't look <laughs> away from it yeah 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 that's nice so yeah. he's just left there to wither very, um very uh, raiders of the lost ark sort of thing yeah yeah but yeah, in yeah. a it less in the, like a face melty sense and more of a uh, like no yeah yeah captivated drooling like can't yeah. can't get away from it kind of uh power you know in, the, in that power yeah. that he he sought is the is his downfall because now he has this he has this power that he's looking at and he can't get away from it and it's like yeah. this is what this is what power hungry uh can can do to you like this is the dangers of being power hungry and sea of thieves yeah 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 that sounds like a nice little yeah i can imagine them doing something like that for sure you know because it's 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 dark it's horrible but it's also very pg you know mm -hmm. yeah yeah it's yeah. You're, you're not you know chopping off his limbs and then feeding them to to sharks uh which yeah. by the way the idea with sharks with laser beams on their head is so doable in sea thieves i don't know why <laughs> merfolk have not strapped tridents to the to the heads oh, of, know, of sharks right? like yeah or just riding a shark like when a megalodon comes up there's three oh. sirens on the back you know holding the holding the staffs like 
That would be cool. That would have been so good. Oh, cool. well, how yeah. come you could resurrect your uh, monkeys in the shark meme from forever <laughs> ago, from the first year, and yeah, augment yeah. it and say that the monkeys have now figured out how to uh, strap uh, tridents to their to their shark uh, exteriors and are now sharks with trident bubble beams on their heads. <laughs> yeah, yeah. There you go. <laughs> so love it uh we we've been going deep in the weeds on some of these um i i would be remiss if i didn't address some of the the things that are going on with sea of thieves right now um if you're listening to this as the time of recording uh shout out to xbox mike 29 on twitter for catching this before the update um but we we found out uh thanks to his screenshot that the windows store had plans on uh, yes. releasing the update the update got pushed out to this week we didn't i personally didn't know that we were going to be getting an update so soon i was anticipating our next uh update to be on the 16th of september which is when the quote-unquote pirate's life event ends along with season three uh mm-hmm. so with with this update coming this week uh apparently there is going to be some new content that's coming to the pirate emporium i would assume because it's it's mm-hmm. uh pirates life related um and it looks like we're getting a davy jones costume and davy jones uh or, or the the dutchman uh livery set yes and yeah i i don't know about you but this is this kind of seals off this ends the the pirate life chapter for me i i'm really excited to, to mm. just kind of see these in the game to see uh how how they look um, did you get a chance to see the cosmetics that he had uh, clipped or, or uh, uh, other people had posted? I saw, I saw, I saw the pictures. Yeah, yeah, I saw the the pictures of what it what it looks like. And one thing, one thing I was quite happy to see is it looks like um, the Davy Jones costume doesn't actually give you a squid face. It's like Davy Jones as he was. Bef- well, he's, it looks like he's partially, yeah, partially, um, like like halfway. Because yeah, I, I have to, I have to admit, like I did. I was 50-50 with Jack Sparrow's cosmetics being in the game. I was a little bit disappointed because really? I was kind of like, yeah, well, I love it. Don't get okay. me wrong. I thought it was great. But um, uh, I didn't like the way they were implemented. Let's put it that way. So um, hmm. I was a little bit disappointed that in order to get the, uh, what was it called? The Ship of Freedom, wasn't it? Which is yeah. essentially the Black Pearl. Um, I was a bit disappointed that, that was just a Pirate Emporium thing. Going to be completely honest. I mean, I get, I get why they put it in a Pirate Emporium because everybody wants that ship and everybody wants to like uh, Jack oh, totally. Sparrow. But like, yeah, so it's it's definitely a money maker. But um, uh, just a bit, little bit disappointed. That's what it was. I think it would have been much better to to deploy that as a tall tale incentive. Like um, the yeah. tall tale, in my opinion, the tall the stuff you got from the tall tales, the uh, the cosmetics were a little bit lackluster that like there wasn't really much to them there wasn't there wasn't much to the storyline like the only thing that was poignant to the storyline in terms of the cosmetics was that kind of corally based chipset but it it, it's it's all pink like yeah (laughs) there's so many so many colors down in those coral fortresses and they chose pink like yeah so um yeah i think i think the way it was deployed was a little bit bad and also it now looks like the davy jones cosmetics are also going to be pirate emporium yeah Uh, i do get it i do understand because like you know it's going to make them a lot of money and why not and it's you know that there's probably a lot of red tape involved with Disney. It's probably like, you know, you, you can have these cosmetics, but you need to give us 25% of the earnings or something, you know? Yeah. Um, but um, they have to, they yeah, have to it, pay it, off that, that, uh, that 
yeah contract with with disney as well too like there's yeah, there's yeah. an intended return on investment for getting the ip yeah. so it makes sense i i do agree it does make sense about the the cosmetics in the tall tales how we you know they could have easily done some some really interesting rewards like uh, uh jack's compass as a, a compass skin for mm. for that or uh captain red's uh original red dress um from the ride yeah, as yeah. like a costume you know, there's uh, yeah. Jack's monkey as, uh, you know, Jack and, and having that or, or Barbosa's hat, things like that. There's yeah, a yeah, ton they could exactly. have taken and, and given as rewards compared comparative to uh, the stuff that we did get. Um, so with with this coming in, I'm glad that we're seeing the Davy Jones stuff finally make it. I think that kind of rounds out that. Um, do you think that we'll get things like Captain Barbosa's uh, outfit in the game at some point? I mean, possibly. I don't know how far, how long they're going to take this Disney, or rather Pirates of the Caribbean thing for. I don't know whether this is like, it's really hard to, it's really hard to tell, isn't it? You don't know whether yeah. this is now canon to Sea of Thieves and it's going to be Pirates of the Caribbean and Sea of Thieves lore constantly, or whether this is just like kind of a little bit of a one-off, like, hey, look, we did this thing. Yeah. Or whether they're going to start bringing other Disney franchise in, <laughs> into Sea of Thieves. It's, it's kind of, it's kind of hard to tell at this point. But, um, uh, as far as Barboza, I mean, I would love Barboza to come into Sea of Thieves. If it was like, if they had another set of Tall Tales come, come out and it Barboza's, even if it turned out Barboza was the captain all along, the captain, I'd be happy with that. Mm, <laughs> I'd be, I'd be happy with that. Yeah, but um, yeah, definitely. Yeah, I, I, I would love to have Barboza in the game. But the thing is, it's like, I really, really enjoyed Pirates Tall Tale, Pirates Life Tall Tales. And I really enjoyed the fact that um, Captain Jack Sparrow was in the game and it was great to actually have him on your ship. It was it was one of those sort of proper kind of gaming feel good moments that Sea of Thieves had Pirates of the Caribbean. And, you know, it's like the, yeah. the match made in heaven, so to speak. But um. And I'm sure you'll agree as well, but um, uh, there was a few things in the Tall Tales where I was like, oh, you could have done that a little bit better, you know, like in concerning the Sea of Thieves lore. Mm -hmm. um, and I was very, very disappointed. And I'm sure they probably got they've probably got plans to expand it in the future. But I was very disappointed that the Silver Blade was an elevator. <laughs> I'm just putting that one out there. I was very, very disappointed in that. I was like, oh, you could have done a bit more with this. And like, like the when you open the captain's cabin as well, I was expecting. I mean, the the chest was kind of cool, but I was expecting something in the park in the captain's cabin, you know, like a journal for Flameheart Junior, or maybe just me, just Flameheart Junior was here etched into the table or I, something. You know what I mean? Like, like it yeah. was a bit disappointing. You just open it up, and there's just the chest in there. That's all that was in there. It's just like empty room. So, yeah, that, that was a bit disappointing. It but, really, um, it really does kind of like break you away from from the the expected lore to come with uh, the silver blade. Yeah. Like, if you're going to have the silver blade in the game, let's let's get into the story of the actual crew. Uh, you know, yeah. even if it's just like a, a, a it, it would be really sad. But you know, if you had a pile of bones of from a cat laying in the captain's cabin, and it's like, oh, that was yeah, trouble. Like that. Yeah, yeah, just something like that. Yeah, it was a bit. And I, I, I'm sure I'm because I know that like uh, uh, Mr. Rollcock and Mr. Mr. Chapman are very passionate about the story surrounding Flameout Junior and Flameout Senior. But um, this is the first bit of like proper proper lore we've had in the game of Flameheart Junior or whatever happened to him. You know, yeah. So it was a little bit disappointing that it was essentially just an elevator for a Kraken fight. But we yeah. did get to see we did get to see the Kraken's head. So that's yeah points points for that one. Is so. Is it weird that I feel like this wasn't to me? I don't know why. And it's probably because I stare at the art book too much, but I genuinely wasn't like, 
oh my god it's the kraken's head it's like yeah that's what the kraken looks like that's what the yeah, kra- yeah, all the krakens yes. have always <laughs> looked like we've seen the yeah. skulls in the game like it, it, where people yeah. i'm genuinely surprised that people were like it's the kraken's head it's the body and i'm like yeah did, does do people not it's have been, the every book i know right that's so the one weird. the one great the one great thing for me was there's been an, there's been an eternal argument going on for god knows how long on my youtube channel and my discord everywhere mm. that the kraken is not that people are saying it's a squid it's a squid it's what? just a regular squid and like i've been saying well no because in the art book it says yeah i've been showing them pictures of the art book i mean saying look it, right it's right here and they were like no 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 that's just that's that's early concept art there's, there's a very good chance they changed it and they always use the kraken figurehead as a argument like not the um the bone crusher figure oh like the, yeah you know, the, 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 the actual kraken. yeah yeah and like look look at look it's a squid and i keep on saying something yeah because that's what pirates think the kraken is because they only ever see the tentacles so they think oh it's a squid just like you guys think it's a squid yeah, but I've been saying no. It's a, it's a cephalopod, but it's not. It's it's like a prehistoric cephalopod, you know. Yeah. So that's that's why it's got bones. That's why the kraken's fall has bones. Cephalopods don't have bones, but they wouldn't have it. They wouldn't have it. So when when the head came out, that was a real kind of like, yeah, there you go. <laughs> now you can shut up. <laughs> so, it's it's so like it's like Duke referencing Flameheart as as senior as opposed to junior. Sometimes the game just has to tell people everything yeah. that, that we've been telling them for for months and years and stuff <laughs> yeah. um people should just trust us more and especially when it comes to duke being a bad guy because apparently <laughs> no one yeah. believed me on that one either yeah so i i figured with the le- I, I wanted to dive into this as well um the twitch drops are coming this weekend i i'm excited to finally see uh the the actual like and thank you for for posting out the new dates because i missed this Mm. and apparently this was something that was pretty well known for for most other people uh but the twitch drops that were supposed to be this weekend are actually coming out next weekend uh i'm I'm Mm. sure you're going to be um streaming and and helping people earn those um how how are you with the uh the twitch twitch drops are you pretty pretty content with those for now um yeah yeah no um uh the the date I think it's a really good system they have in place. And I really do like um, this Twitch drops for everybody they've been doing recently. Mm-hmm. I don't know whether they're going to do it again, but um, I, so. I do like that. I thought, I thought it was a really good and uh, brilliant for brilliant for Sea of Thieves as well. Like the viewership for Sea of Thieves on those few days when uh, Twitch had um, everybody doing the drops, the viewership was insane. So yeah. like, it's definitely good for them to do that. So uh yeah, and I I dropped out of that because I was like, well, I I knew I had Twitch drops coming up, which were just for partners. So I was like, it's a little bit greedy if I'm taking all the viewership for everybody does Twitch drops and my own Twitch drops. So I was like, I'm going to take a seat on this one. Yeah, um, it, yeah. it's it's appreciated because I think that is where I think the Twitch drops, and 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 I think that's where honestly the the creator crew fell short was it didn't it didn't reward mm-hmm. people for who were trying to work on the creator crew, and I feel yeah. like they really need to kind of go back and and pay pay some attention to that program, uh, offer yes. the the okay. drops for everyone so that you know you you do have reasons for people to work on their streaming and stuff like that. Um, I yeah. I'm I'm really happy to see that they're still doing the the partnered stuff because it. It does kind of help elevate the the content creators out there. I'll be honest, there's a ton of new partners out there that I've never heard of, and they have like mm-hmm. zero Twitter presence. So I'm mm-hmm. I just don't have enough time to catch them all. But I was looking yeah. at last night. I was I was checking the numbers on Twitch, and I was kind of disappointed because it was a a Friday night for me, and mm-hmm. 
the Twitch viewership had uh, Sea of Thieves at like 3.2 and StarCraft mm-hmm. 2, which is a game, another game that I follow because uh, I just I, I absolutely love it. But it's it's been a game that's been in maintenance mode for a, a couple of years now. And it actually had like 3.6 viewers uh, in it. And I'm like, this is a Friday night, man. This is like a Friday night streamer should be on there. We should be having, and and I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to call you out on this. I'm just surprised because I I genuinely thought that with Pirates of the Caribbean update, we would have a lot more streaming, but uh, with Plunder games, it feels like it's a little bit low on, on events or or content to really uh, drum up right now. So, yeah, um, yeah, the I've got strong opinions about the event system um, and <laughs> the developers know this because I keep on telling them. But um, <laughs> the event system, although it's a great idea, is, is really not being executed very well at all. Um, there's so many things that you can do in Sea of Thieves, but it doesn't involve adding new content, you know, not new mechanics. So many mechanics present in Sea of Thieves that can make events just really, really entertaining. Um, and the Plunder Games was a great example of this. It It's just boring. There's, yeah. there's nothing about it. Not even any cosmetics or anything. It's just go do the thing we've always been doing for nothing. <laughs> so yeah. you get a bit of gold, that's it. And then and it just does make me wonder, do they sit back and go, oh, why is nobody doing this? It's like, because, because it's boring. It's because it's really boring. <laughs> yeah. Simple as that. And like I've I've given them examples. Like, you know, you could you could just have like like skeleton thrones, for example. I know people look back on that and they they they've got bad memories, but when it was out, it was it was good fun. It was it, you got some great clips from it. People all gathering at one spot and tr- missing the shot, people screaming their heads off and stuff. But it was good fun. It was it was good it was a good laugh. Um and they could just do things like that. I've been saying, you know, so many times, just put targets on top of all the islands somewhere. You know, mm-hmm. and you, people got to fire themselves into the targets. There yeah. you go. There's an event. You know, um, pilot wings for Sea of Thieves. Yeah, it's like, yeah. There you go. <laughs> There's just so many things you can do, and I just feel I know I know the event system isn't like a huge department dedicated to it, and Sea of Thieves developers. I know it's kind of a it's a, just a thing we do to like you know pass the time, but. With all the stuff that you can do in Sea of Thieves, I do think it is very, very lackluster. The ideas that come out for these events, uh, ever since ever since they were released, I, 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 I can't actually remember like two or three events ago. I can't even remember what it was because it was that lackluster. You know, the um, the interesting one that I liked was actually fighting uh, Mini Grey Morrow on different islands and going around to oh, yes, yeah. find out like what the different, what happened to the different build rat crews uh, and yeah, learning yeah. about the lanterns and stuff. That was mm. one where I was like, okay, this, this changes up an aspect of the game uh, while still using familiar elements um, and, and revealing yeah. a little bit of lore and stuff like that. So there's, there's been a couple out there, but overall I would have to say, I, I genuinely agree that most of the updates aren't, too compelling i think the reapers versus the worlds uh one was was kind of fun because it, it gave reapers a, a little bit of a, a nudge saying like okay go murder it's it's fine go yeah. good reason to go murder kind of thing um yeah and and also the emissaries were you know you had good reasons to to work on your emissary stuff uh although yeah. i think the timing was a little off on that one but yeah i think that i think the seasons um do come with the caveat that if if we're going to have a three month long time frame where we are working on a plunder pass, uh, then the events should be a little more engaging 
And they really, 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 really need to take a hard look at that UI and just t- oh, yes. tear yeah. it all down. Yeah. And I, it, I will be happy if we've got, you know, like your inventory, uh, voyages, and I can't even remember what the other one is, like reputations and quests or, or reputations and yeah. stuff. Uh, just add add more tabs to that. Break out some of that stuff. Take take events and make it t- uh, events like its own tab up there. So that I can go yeah. just directly to that. I don't have to drill three levels deep before I even get to the options to look at the events. Um, yeah, yeah. So hopefully, hopefully they're taking a look at that now that they've gotten most of this big content up with uh, Pirates Life. They're able to uh, kind of take a look at and see, you know, if there's ways that they can address the UI to make it more accessible and more mm-hmm. readable for people, and then bring in yeah. events as a kind of like a refresh for events mm. as well yeah 100 percent. there was one thing that i think we've been skirting uh while the the mm. conversation has has uh kind of flir- flirted heavily with lore uh you put mm-hmm. out a video and i think mm-hmm. it, i would be remiss if we didn't talk about it and then address a couple things uh real quick um mm-hmm. you put out a video at the very end where you had a theory that a lot of people were like, yes. And a lot of people were like, yeah, it was very divisive. And I'm, I'm curious to, to kind of talk to you about the cursed captain versus the captain and right. why you feel that the cursed captain and, and, and specifically how you feel that the cursed captain will be the captain uh, not just the the logo being a, a, uh, a, a an interesting play on his signature from right. the the uh, rabbit. Well, so the thing is, like, I have many theories. It's like I, I even do have a theory that the captain might be Captain Hook from the Peter Pan series. Yes, I do like <laughs> that one. By the way, I, yeah, I, I yeah. think that's a really um, good one. Yeah, I mean, there's so much, so much that that points to it. There really is. It's, it's yeah. It, we'll talk. We'll talk about that in a minute. But um, but yeah, the the um, my theory, my theory. That's one of many theories. The cat, the, the cursed captain being the captain. Um, is that like so? For example, in the first, very first tall tale where we meet him and his head. Um, uh, Tildama, or, you know, Calypso, or whatever mm-hmm. you want to call her, um, she, um, she says that, like, it's, it's not really the Sea of the Damned we go to there, it's his memory. Um, it's, it, we're, we're living his memory, yeah. and he doesn't realise that he's actually, you know, in his own memory, and that's, that's all that is. Um, and then we see him later on in Tulltale uh, 3, I think it is, where he's, he's the head of the, um, or rather the the talisman of the the undead tavern. Yep. Um, and he's like, yeah, I've, I've many many years have passed, like since you uh, last saw me, and now I'm just going to be ahead of here. And it definitely is a play on the uh, the the skull scene in the Pirates of the Caribbean ride. Yeah. Uh, that uh, so it's definitely definitely a, a, a hint towards that. But um, uh, see, in my eyes, the captain or the captain, I'll just call him the captain because it's very hard to say the captain all the time. Yeah. <laughs> but the, <laughs> the captain in my eyes, because I don't see the captain as being this this evil, horrible, like Flameheart Senior times two, you know, very, very rageful person. Uh-huh. I've always seen the captain as a very vindictive, very... Um, uh, almost like the Joker. I see the ca- I see the captain as being like the Joker. Like he's not really? evil per se. He's just he's a little bit corrupt, and he he he's a bit he's a bit pissed off about how, every, how everything is, and he, he just wants to do it his way, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and I see him like that, and that the the cursed captain fits that agenda for me. Um, 
and since we don't know what the captain's like, you know, we 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 all we know is what uh, Flameout Junior said in his journal. And and the other interesting thing in Flameout's journal is that what we learn about the captain is he says in the journal, I think he said something along the lines of the captain is now telling me to uh, write this. So it's like the captain was literally saying, you need to write these words like in your journal. Yeah. Almost like the, almost like the captain was, he's pulling strings. You know, he, he knows, he knew somebody was going to find the journal. He knew somebody was going to read it. He knew that like we were going to come up to our own conclusions. Um, and we also, this is, this is the thing, see, because it says that he's, it says that because in the journal, Captain Flamont says, I, I, I beg you to, Believe me, or something like that, but the the captain is a talking, walking skeleton. Um, and it does make me wonder, like, is was he actually a talking, walking skeleton, or did the captain just tell Playmate Genius tell people that? It, it's 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 all very strange. But yeah. I think, yeah. So basically, I think the um that theory about the captain, the cursed captain being the captain, literally all just boils down to um the fact that that in the Sea of the Damned, time is completely different. We lived his memory. Um, you can see things kind of from the future in terms of memory in the Sea of the Damned. You can also see them in terms of the past, depending on what you're seeing right there. It's all very weird. Um, and mm. when the when the cursed captain, when he's the 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 skull above the tavern, and he says, "I've done many things since done many things since I last saw you, and now I'm just content to be the skull above this the skull above this uh, this um, tavern." I think he's talking about stuff that he's already done within the Sea of Thieves. So he's basically saying that, like, you know, that that essentially is the captain's ending, just being above the tavern, having a good old time. Mm. But we will actually see in the future, we will see how he became the skull above the tavern um, within the game itself. And I think well, I th it's just a theory, but I think we will see him as the captain. He will be the guy that, you know, sails into the Sea of Thieves, but will be he won't remember us because, you know, we, in his head, we haven't met him yet. And it'll all be very weird and yeah strange but yeah that's that's just yeah just one of the one of the many theories i have about who it could be but yeah, yeah. that's yeah. pretty much it i uh there's there's a lot of things that i that i can definitely see from that perspective but i i think that the uh, personally for me at least the evidence doesn't doesn't uh fall quite as nicely into place because i i tend mm -hmm. to wonder um like the the so the note in the actual chest uh, mentions that once Davy Jones gives the captain word, uh, he will mm. sail to the Sea of Thieves on the fastest tide, which mm. to me suggests that the captain is ready and waiting wherever he is, which actually mm. it, it plays better into the idea that it is Captain Hook and that yeah. Captain Hook is is uh, and I think that that I think Captain Hook is a, a, a new revelation as a result of the partnership between Disney. I think that if the Disney deal hadn't worked out, the captain would have still been whoever the captain was when that initial book was written uh, yeah. you know, three years ago. And that plans have, have taken into account the Disney deal and that yeah. they're looking to capitalize on that partnership. Uh, to try and enrich both the Disney and uh, Sea of Thieves IPs together. Yeah. Um, yeah. Because it, it feels like one of those scenarios where it is very easy to to imagine Captain Hook sailing in uh, to the Sea of Thieves as soon as he possibly can from Never Never Land and being able to drop in as soon as yeah. he needs, as soon as he can. And that the way that he was able to get word from Davy Jones was uh, through Tinkerbell, who I think is in that treasure box that mm -hmm. jack has and that yeah. I, I i still have questions about wendy because I, I i still think that maybe her is not necessarily wendy but necessarily uh tinkerbell who's in the the treasured box that she has right. to get somewhere 
and Jack has promised that they'll get there. But he's being Jack and being selfish, using the, mm. the using her ability to to get from place to place, uh, you know, in in a, in an effort to do his own bidding, uh, before he keeps his promise to her. Um, mm. Yeah. But to to kind of get back to the captain, um, the idea that that Davy Jones can summon the captain whenever it's it's uh, advantageous to the captain suggests that there is a captain somewhere on a ship with a crew ready at any moment's yeah. notice. Uh, the time thing in Sea of Thieves still, I, I, part of me thinks that that is a MacGuffin and that they're mm. using that as a way to explain how you were able to get from place to place to place and run into Jack's spirit uh, during very different parts of his life. And that the mm. way time works differently is is based on each person's independent Sea of Thieves, but while you are in the sea of the damned with uh that person in their memories they are still present as a spirit with you so that the the captain for example uh just like captain bones um those spirits are trapped in that sea of the damned and that is their sea of the damned um and only when you are able to free them like we gave uh we gave agency to uh the cursed captain at the end of the first tall tale and uh mm -hmm. he must have gotten a crew together or agreed that his crew uh was ready to leave the sea of the damned and as they tried to leave uh something happened and that was what eventually got him to the point of being on top of the plinth uh which i think is what it's called um mm -hmm. above the door uh for the the tavern of the damned and you know yeah. that story is is an assumed story that we'll get at some point but not necessarily something that suggests that he was ever able to leave the sea of the damned because i think i think the way that you leave the sea of the damned is still relegated to uh the portals and traveling between right. so that it, it's so interesting to me that you're trapped in the sea of the damned unless you unless the ferryman lets you come back but we have portals that mm -hmm. let us get in through Calypso. Yeah. So yeah. who really has the power? Is it the sea god or is it the ferryman? Yeah, yeah. That's so, the thing. Yeah. It's 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 yeah, it this is more <laughs> stuff than this is more stuff that needs to be explained. It it's uh I, I it's really it's hard weird. to kind of like put it all together. Cause like this is this is one thing I was talking about earlier on, how I was a little bit disappointed, like um the the law in the sea of the, uh, in the new tall tales is more kind of centered on the pirates of the caribbean law and not so much the sea of thieves law but then i guess they kind of had to do that because they're kind of introducing a whole new story arc in, including the um the disney sort of story arc so yeah but then it makes you wonder are they doing that because they're going to keep the disney story arc or are they doing that just because you know they've been paid lots of money and they need to <laughs> need to fulfill goals but yeah it's it's interesting that because it's like so if calypso can essentially take control of the sea of the damned then why is the ferryman the ferryman you know yeah um like who has the real all, control yeah yeah <sighs> it's all very all very uh it's confusing it's all very interesting yeah it's yeah it's confusing because like, there's there's definitely thing like i i have the same question of uh ramses like ramses can travel to the the maiden voyage island because there's still a lot of magic present even though it is technically out of the sea of thieves and yeah if he can if he can go there and he can go to the shores of gold where which is enshrouded within uh the devil's shroud it's like he it feels like he can go just about anywhere but it didn't seem mm. to matter to him that this new brethren court had kind of 
uh, spun up under his nose and it's he's just like all right well as long as you're having an adventure it's all about the glory it's like okay but what about the the downfall of the <laughs> sea of thieves it's like ah but yeah. it, it's it's all about the glory and i'm like ramsey you made this place dude like this is <laughs> yeah, your yeah. joint like you found it you crafted it you found it you know the the ancients were here but they're gone this was kind of your baby you're the one that exactly, came up yeah. with everything and i'm just like he has zero concern for anything that's going on it's like he's, I know. he's it's it's like sherlock holmes in the opium bar you know he just it's it's moriarty yeah. is out there doing his own thing and, and here's sherlock getting uh really really high and you're like uh do you care about this and it's like no nah, not yeah, really yeah. it'll be fine it's like are you sure yeah. it's gonna be fine or are you just really high yeah <laughs> i think that's pretty much what the pirate lord does he just gets high all the time yeah that's pointless <laughs> just <laughs> I'm, yeah. I'm looking no, uh, uh, he um he uh yeah the, 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 this is this is another thing i brought up in a video that um i was a little bit disappointed as well that after you'd done the pirate's life you came back to the sea of thieves and it was a little bit of a downer because you had such am am amazing times in the the new tall tales and you had that big crescendo of an ending and it was all like you you, you really did feel like a a hero at the end of oh, those tall tales yeah and um, uh, like the original Tall Tales, you, you felt good for killing the, the the Gold Hoarder, but you didn't really feel like a hero. It was just kind of like, yeah, I did that thing. You know, that's it. It's done. But this one, you really did feel like you were going to get a proper Star Wars ending, you know, at the yeah. end of it. Um, <laughs> and then after the Tall Tales done and, you know, you, that, that, that thing comes up saying Tall Tale completed... You're like, right, um, so what's what's changed? <laughs> it's like flame art still in the sky, cursing you. You know, it's it's like nothing really the only thing that changed was the fact that we've got the uh the merfolk, or sorry, the sirens and uh the new ocean crawlers around. That's the only thing that actually changed. And it was a yeah. little bit of a downer for me. I nothing <laughs> they didn't think about changing something else within the world you know i'm glad that you brought this up because i had the exact same feeling that uh at the end of the day everything was tied up with a nice little bow on it and nothing nothing really was impacted we had the introduction of the brother in court that information was revealed to us uh we had a small it felt like uh a a saturday morning episode of the gi joes like it, it, yeah, you know yeah cobra's yeah. invading G.I. Joe's got to stop them before they they take over and world dominating or, you know, like turtle turtles and Shredder, like Shredder's attacking. You got to stop Shredder. Uh, you know, you, you you defeat Shredder. He's not gone. But at the same time, you're you're kind of left at the state that everything was, you know, and there's no fallout yeah. uh, except for the, the merfolk. And now we're left eternally apologizing for the 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 king that we killed and the queen that we killed and, you know, everything mm -hmm. that we destroyed. And and it's so strange that. um that we don't have uh we don't have merfolk that are not fully and that's oh man that's a whole another episode right there diving into merfolk <laughs> and the 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 statues i i, I, I want to break that all down and uh chat with you at some point about mer statues and you know if they are mm. actually people if they are people what state are they in how come um merfolk are cursed but that's that's uh that's gotta that's gonna have to be another episode for for sure but yeah <laughs> at the end of the tall tales i definitely felt like everything was done and nothing really changed and i was i was kind of like ah, that's kind of a bummer but at the same time i 100 respect rare for managing to craft a story that takes you all over the sea of thieves and the sea of the damned and at the end of the day, gives you a moment to uh, make peace at the end and be like, all right, well, 
it was a really good story. It was really nice running into you. You guys have fun. Uh, I don't yeah. know why George and Rose are leaving, but Slate and and Pendragon aren't. Like, what is Slate yeah. doing? <laughs> what has Slate got to do in the Sea of Thieves where he's like, I feel like I got to stick around. It's like, really, dude? Where, where are you going? Yeah. What are you doing? <laughs> Meanwhile, George and Rose are like, yeah, get me out of here. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. I mean, it was it was lovely to have George and Rose back. That was oh, that yeah. was a real nice moment. That was that was a proper tearjerker for some people. But it just yeah, it was great to have that. But um, and also great to know that they're now actually the crew of the Black Pearl, which is just you know just tight ties in so many things. But um, yeah, yeah, it, it it was kind of like the thing that the thing that the thing that got me was like what? So why don't Pendragon and I've forgotten his name already. Jesus Eli Christ, Slate. The, the other guy, uh, Eli Slate. That's it. Why don't they want to be living? Surely they could do more being living. Like, wouldn't? Yeah. It just—it's just very, very strange how they didn't react to that because, like, the Freyman comes out and he's like, "The deeds of the people that have done this thing—they, I shall now grant them with life." And they give Rose and George their life back and Jack Sparrow, but then don't give it to Pendragon or Slate. And then yeah. there was no reaction to that. Like, if I was Pendragon and Slate, I'd be kind of like, um, what about us? We did quite a lot back there. We um, literally helped save the world. Can we have our lives back, please? <laughs> not not <laughs> so to mention, I uh, like, mm. the, the comics with Pendragon, like, it, it suggests mm. that there's a little bit of a, of a flame between him and Madame Olivia. And I'm like, mm -hmm. dude, if you're the champion of souls, if you have the sort of souls... Wouldn't you want to go back to Madame Olivia? Like, w was she nothing mm. to you at this point? Like, it seemed like mm -hmm. there was something yeah. there. Or maybe I was reading into yeah. it, wanting there to be a, a, a nice little kind of like uh, <laughs> the mummy, Brendan Fraser, um, Evie kind of like fling there kind of thing. But uh, I was like, that's so strange. And like Eli, I can I can kind of understand because where was his crew at the end of that tale? Mm. Like he like we freed the souls uh of his crew and we saw them on the ferry but they weren't anywhere to be found no yeah it was really yeah. strange so i don't know maybe maybe <laughs> rare has bigger plans for them and we'll, we'll find yes. out uh i hope i really do hope that pendragon is is just continued on in, in all these stories i think he will given yes. the nature of the comics and stuff but I love that. Yeah. I love that character, man. That character is so fun yeah, for me. It really is. Yeah, he's he's definitely one of my favorite characters. Um, yeah, I, I do hope that they could. They, I would love to see more tales that are centered around Pendragon. Um, you know, more, not, not even tales, just more, just more lore put into the game about his his life and such. You know, what he what he did in the Sea of Thieves, and like you said, maybe a little bit of romance going on with Olivia. You know, yeah. Um, just something like that, but yeah, Pendragon's a great character. He really is, and I did have I did have a suspicion for a short while that maybe Pendragon could be Flameheart Junior, but then I quickly snubbed that one out. But uh, yeah, <laughs> everyone's Flameheart Junior. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, it's it'll be really interesting to see uh, where his character goes because I, I I do think like uh, the the theory that I have with uh, Flameheart Junior being kind of that that um uh, metaphor analogy analogous to luke and vader uh i mm. feel like pendragon will be the han solo to flameheart jr uh, uh yes yeah. when, when that comes about um and i and i think that that uh that will be facilitated in the future because i think that there will have to be some sort of reckoning with flameheart jr he has to come to terms with what he is and i think that yeah. the way that I think Pendragon in the way that he was the catalyst to, to get Jack out of the Tavern of the Damned and help it, help us stop Davy Jones. I think Pendragon will, again, 
be that catalyst that helps pushes Flameheart Jr. into helping us stomp Flameheart Sr. when that eventuality comes mm -hmm. uh, in, in to kind of shake him out of his like apathy towards w what's going on in the world right now. Like whatever's happening mm -hmm. right now is is preventing him from feeling like he can <clears throat> participate. And mm -hmm. I don't know why my phone is going off. That's great. Uh, it's, Cha it's Mike Chapman. It, it actually <laughs> it's is. Mike Chapman just going, <laughs> It says, hey, just wanted to check in with you. I heard you were going to be talking to Flameheart or Falcor this weekend. Uh, sorry, I keep calling you Flameheart, and I don't know why. And it, it annoys <laughs> me every time I do it. Uh, let's see. Talk to Falcor. Larry's dead. I don't know what that means. I'm so sorry. Larry's dead. That's... <laughs> <laughs> no, that's just me forgetting to turn on my phone, but uh, it wasn't actually yeah. chat. I wish it was Chapman. Chapman, please talk to me. I miss you. Uh, I can't believe they had the giant Kraken tentacles over at the stairs. They had Rare Fest this weekend, for anyone that doesn't know, and they posted photos on Twitter, and they had giant blow-up Kraken tentacles like coming out of the studio, and I was just like, oh my god, it's happening. Karen is real. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, absolutely love that. Um, but yeah, I... Yeah, yeah. There's there's so much more I want to dive into. We've already been going over an hour and I want to let you get going because I know I've got uh, <laughs> my my community is probably wondering where the heck I am with the with uh, what we're working on today. But uh, Falcor, let, let me know if uh, is, is there anything that you wanted to touch on real quick um, before we get um, going? I can't really think of anything. Um, the uh, let's see. I think we've pretty much gone over everything. I mean, there's loads I would love to touch on, but um, yeah, yeah, not with the amount of time we both have. Um, <laughs> yeah, uh, no, I can't think of anything okay. we talked about. No, I can't. Yeah, no. cool, cool. Well, I wanted to make yep. sure just to give give the opportunity in case something did, in you know, in case I missed something completely. Um, <laughs> oh, oh, real quick, uh, do you think <clears throat> that uh, pigs and uh, monkeys should be, or not monkeys? Um, uh, chickens should be pets that you can purchase. Oh yes, definitely. Yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, okay. and snakes and snakes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I <laughs> I think it's funny. I, I love the idea of that. Actually, you know, like <laughs> the the one merchant uh, alliance uh, representative over at Daggertooth who's always telling you to be mindful of the snakes uh, and yes, to be nice yeah, to them. Yeah. Like it feels like she should she should definitely be championing uh, the idea of being able to purchase snakes as pets and stuff and take care of them. Yeah. Um, awesome. Yeah, definitely. Well, uh, yeah. Falcor, thanks for joining. Uh, I, I love when we get the opportunity to chat. Um, we, I yeah, definitely need to see if we can schedule out another episode in the future um, mm -hmm. where, where I can have you. We can kind of sit down and kind of hash out the merfolk stuff because I, I have so many thoughts that I just yeah. need to I just need to bounce off of you uh, to see if you agree. If I'm off my rocker, uh, am I missing something that I just, uh, you know, haven't been paying attention to kind of thing? <laughs> So hopefully we can get that scheduled out in the future. Yeah, um, sure, sure. If if people don't know where, I don't know why someone would be listening to this podcast and, and haven't run into you, but <laughs> in the off chance that there's someone who's fresh to see these, they only listen to podcasts and they've never approached YouTube or, or Twitch, where can people get your content? Uh, they can get my content on uh, YouTube, Captain Falco, and they can get my content on Twitch, Captain Falco. And also they can get sort of very lackluster content on my Twitter, <laughs> Captain Falco. <laughs> <laughs> well, thank you for, for coming on. Uh, it's it's great to have you every time that you come to visit. And I love having these, these conversations. And shout out to my Me community too, yeah. and yours and everyone else's community who's just really just like the best i i love our community so much i love the cities community it's been so much fun 
Um, so I'm looking forward to our, our next opportunity to chat. And I mm -hmm. think we will uh, we will call it here. Mm -hmm. awesome. awesome. There we go. That's it, man. Well, thank you so much. I, I appreciate it. it so much. I got to get going. No worries, dude. you say is your favorite bad movie? Oh, where would I start? But probably at Zombie Strippers. Oh yeah, which we've actually done on our podcast, Fresh Tomatoes, the movie podcast. This is a podcast where we take some of the worst movies ever created, and even some of those movies that you might have thought were brilliant, but still got a bad critic score, and we say nice things about them, because you know what? Someone put the effort in, so we're gonna be there fighting in their corner. Absolutely, Chad. Even if the movie was total garbage, there are some makeup artists that gave it their all, and we're here to recognize that. Exactly. And with really fun themes every week, such as National Treasure Week, Weddings Week, uh, movies with Jeremy Irons and dragons in them, how could you go wrong by joining us every Tuesday and Thursday for some optimism in your life? And like we say at the end of every episode, we love you and there's nothing you can do about it. We love you and there's nothing you can do about it. Goodbye! Do you like adventure? Yeah. Do you like laughing? Uh, yeah. Would you like to listen to a group of people you don't know play D&D and reference retro pop culture you vaguely remember? Um... Excellent. You're going to love Committee Quest. We play D&D in the world of Amarin. We use adventure modules and supplements made by people in the community. We also have a sweet synthwave backing track. Come and join us on our adventure. Volume 1 has been completed. Volume 2 coming the end of January. You can find us on iTunes, Podbean, or wherever you get your podcasts from.